I didn't even I didn't have anything to say. I'm just very excited to say hello to you, cuties. Thank you so much for tuning in once again to this delicious podcast. Mates talking about stuff. I'm your mate, Nikki Britton. That's yours and my mate, Harley Breen. Yeah, g'day. There he is. Harley Breen, you're in Brisbane. I'm bloody in Brisbane, mate. I've dropped straight back into my native tongue. Here you go. There it is. It's the longest time that I've been outside uh, of Brisbane in my life. Oh, wow. That's not true because I, I didn't grow up in Brisbane. I grew up in country uh, Queensland. But I haven't been back here to my parents' house since uh, January to, uh, 2021. <gasps> wow. And you're staying time. with your parents? I am. I'm staying at my uh, my mummy's tonight, How which fun. is so exciting. Is your mummy in the same bed as you? Uh, sure. Okay. I don't know why we had to go. Oh no, so just because mine is so... still at the moment. Mine still <laughs> oh, is. Right. So I was just hoping we had that in common. Um, we got both. I was about to say, why would you say lives? something so weird? <laughs> and then I realised, oh, you're living that weirdness. <laughs> but that's cute that you're there with Maeve. Yes. Is Maeve and Pete? Is she frothing to have you there? Oh, mate, I imagine I haven't been there yet because I come straight from the airport here <gasps> to do this very essential and important podcast. Essential. Recording. Yeah, and then uh, and I'll duck out and see uh, my mum before I take off and do my one and only show here in Brisbane at the wonderful Brisbane Powerhouse. Oh, the um, best. I imagine in between the finish of this recording and seeing my mother that she will feed me four or five times. Yeah, perfect. Yes. And she simply must. Yeah, she <laughs> um, has to. It, it looks very tropical out the back there of the Does window it? that you're sitting in front of in the beautiful Brisbane studios of Nova. Is it like what is the weather like? How are we how are our northern neighbors doing? They uh look, it's it's very similar to every time I've come uh, to your neck of the woods to Sydney over the course of the last few months. Um Sydney normally Sydney's very dependable. It's either very yes. blue skies yep. or it's mental weather. Mm. But for the last, uh, you know, four or five times that I've come there over the course of the last few months, it's been, uh, did we leave Melbourne? That's yes. what I've, I've, like, I've got off yep. the plane and gone, are we still in Melbourne? Like, it, look, this looks exactly like Melbourne. And I've got to say that except for the temperature, Brisbane also looks the same. It's grey and drizzly. Wow, drizzle. But it's, but it's warm. And I'm like, that's right, I forgot about winters here. It's yeah. It's like... But Queenslanders think they have winter and all they have is they have one week where they get to use that jumper that they bought <laughs> for no good reason. <laughs> and it's more like winter wear in, in Brisbane is very much a uh, a fashion style over function kind of scenario. Yeah, yeah. You don't actually need a jacket or a nah. jumper. You're just, just told that you do. You just want to mix it up. You're just like, That's oh, right. my God, not another singlet, please. That's right. Let yes. me throw something around these shoulders. Yeah, so well, very common for me in my upbringing in winter was to still be in very short shorts mm. and thongs and a jumper on for no good reason whatsoever, but I got a new jumper, so I may as well. Do you know what I love? I love about men from Brisbane – Queensland, possibly even just from the country, that that is what they're used to. And when they come somewhere that's colder, they mm. just refuse to change. They're like, no, nah, yes. it's me stubbies and me thongs. That's what I'm wearing. I don't care if it's snowing. This is how I roll. This is what's going on. And Mate, I'm literally still now, like literally last night, it was quite cold in Melbourne and I had a fire on. I love putting on a fire in oh, the little yeah. chimney. Oh, very nice. Sitting out there with the kids, then getting them into bed and then going out there with the lovely henna and sitting in front of the fire. Oh, I was romantic. doing that and I had my nice big puffy hoodie on mm. and my stubbies and my thongs. <laughs> <laughs> you can take the boy out of Queensland. <laughs> 
Lily, we yes. must we must give our I mean not condolences. It wasn't that tragic, but we must give our love and sympathy to the muck lord who's had a Why? oh she's had an accident. What's she done this week? What's she's she done? Been, she's been out slipped on the slipped over lash. being filthy. Yes, basically. She slipped over. She slipped in her own. I mean, no, I just mean like she's she's out on the lash. Yes. She's been on a balcony at a bar and there's yeah. another balcony above her. Yeah. Someone's dropped a pint, like not spilled, Holy a, shit. spilled a pint, dropped the whole glass. What? And that's clocked her on the noggin. Oh. You know oh. what I can't stop thinking about just from that very moment of hearing that information What's is that? that poor beer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, it's all been wasted. I put, I put your name on the card for the flowers, but I feel like I might have to remove it. Wait. So, like a whole full pint of beer dropped on her from a high height. Yeah. And she's here pressing buttons. You're right, Mark. She's the she's given us a thumbs up. The Mark okay. a trooper. She's not allowed to talk. Also, she may or may not exist. <laughs> she's. Uh, oh, hang on. She slipped off the stool. That I she's do in. exist. Oh, no. Thank you. Oh, come back from the dead. <laughs> I'm just, she's a I'm bit actually, slow from having on, a kilogram of beer dropped on her head. I'm on concussion watch. That's why she's had to come into work. I'm just keeping an eye on her. If she dozes off, I'll call triple, triple O. She's good. She's good. Have you ever had an, an injury or an accident that really, like, was just, oh, how's this happened? It's funny. Like, this couldn't, have, this couldn't have gone worse, but I've done nothing to deserve this. this the, the punishment does not fit the crime here. I feel like every every accident and every injury I've ever had, I've definitely deserved it. But I do yeah. have something. I have something slightly in line with this. But I oh, feel yeah. like this happened, and and not for the fault of the Mucklord's stupidity. It had nothing to no, do with her. It's not her not. fault. She's a victim and, in this. And, and I also we must want to correct she, myself. She's okay. She's absolutely oh, okay. We wouldn't be making jokes at her. I'm not in her studio, so I can't see what her pupils look like. No, <laughs> she's, the same a, she's doing good. She's giggling away. She's got a just a little blue line on her forehead where oh, yeah. that, apparently the glue that they glued her head together with is blue. Uh, so oh. blue glue. Uh, <laughs> and one eye looks like a goat now. She's just one eye is square. Yeah, it's just a vertical <laughs> pupil now. Um, I just want to correct myself for those listening. If you had have a pint dropped on your head, it would not be a kilo of beer. A pint is 500 mils, so it would be half a kilo of beer. You know, so not as bad. Is all. Okay. Is wanted... that... So that was just the maths that you wanted to clarify? I just wanted to correct myself. But also, okay. I do have a, I have an injury where I was at a party uh, where I was 19 years old mm-hmm. and um, I decided that I, I needed to go and get some bangers from the servo around the corner. Um, bangers so... being condoms or cigarettes? Cigarettes. Cigarettes. Thank you. Yep. And so I ran around frangers would be condoms, bangers, uh, cigarettes. Yeah, And nor should you be running to get cigarettes anyway at any age in any era of time. So I apologise, but I'm just being truthful to the story. So I ran ran around the corner and as I was running, I noticed that my right shoelace was untied. And I thought, well, to save time, I'll just pop my right foot up and tie that as I continue to run. Okay. So I think you're getting an indication of how okay. many of those pints that were dropped on the Mucklord's head I yeah. had consumed. Yeah. And so I did indeed attempt to keep running just with one foot. And, of sure. course, the left foot then hit the ground on an angle that was not uh, conducive to staying upright. Yeah. And I hit the ground hard Uh-oh. in the middle of an intersection Uh-oh. quite late at night. Nobody around. And I came to and went, that... Oh, that was silly. And then I got up to walk and I was not doing very good walking and uh, dragged myself to the side of the road and had a look down at my ankle and um, it was already quite purple. Yeah. It had had gone bad. And so then I decided to... 
yeah, it went bad. And I decided, you know what, maybe I don't need um, some darts right now. I'll go back yeah. to the party and see yeah. if I can't um, plunge this into an esky full of ice. Sure. And uh, then a very expensive Mercedes-Benz pulled off on the side of the road where, as I was dragging myself through dirt <laughs> on the side of this road. And the window came down. It was a very handsome silver fox of a man. Oh, yeah. Did very- you get a number? Well, he must have been... <laughs> He must have been about 60 at the time, and this was 20 years ago. So, okay. you know, well, depending well. on his genetics, he's probably dead. But I'll see if I can track him down. But he, he might almost <laughs> be dead, and that could be a good position for me to be in. <laughs> well, so he goes, are you all right? And I said, look, um, I understand you uh, asking the question, but clearly, no, I am not. And he went, would you like a lift? I'm like, I'm only just a block up there. And so I get around to the passenger side and his wife, who was a beautiful silver fox of a woman. stop telling me about her. She gets out. Well, she gets out and gets in the back with their other friend who's sitting in the back and these two women just hold each other because of this filthy, disgusting (laughs) man that climbs into the car. And he drives me back and he's like, are you all right? I was like, I'll be fine. I go in there, blah, 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 party ends. In the morning, wake up in amazing pain, go to the hospital. And I had snapped four ligaments in my ankle. And the doctor said, you should have just broken it. And I was like, well, I'll do better next time. Yeah. 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 Sorry, mate. Oh. Sorry that I didn't break it. So that, look, it's not really, it's it's drunken mishap. Though, yeah. but it's it's it was my fault. Whereas I think, as I said, that the muckwood has nothing to apologise. It's for not the muckwood's fault. It's it's just it's not. I also have an ankle story that wasn't my fault. Oh yes, I'm sure I've told you the story where I in Italy. But the I'm benefit sure. of me, Nikki, that oh, I yeah. feel like it's weird that you haven't figured out yet is I have very bad information retention. So <laughs> just tell me again. <laughs> that is, yeah, that's good. I I I um went to look. If you've seen my show, you know the story. But I got this contract to tour around all of the children's hospitals in the UK, delivering this positive play program for kids in hospitals because right. um you know getting into heaven. And I um I decided to take a few weeks before I started the job in the U in Europe to like just have a solo sure. tour and have a few routes. And so then. I got like I got off the plane from Sydney, well from Dubai, and mm. into Pisa, and then I got yes. on a train. So I'd been on in transit for like thirty six hours or something. So tired. Um, got on a train to get to Cinque Terre, which is like oh, yes. way up north in Italy, and I was so excited to start this holiday. I had my big huge overpacked suitcase next to me on the train and the train over there the carriage is quite a bit higher than the platform like about a meter like that you've got to step down these little oh. steel steps anyway turns out everyone else on the train real excited to start their holiday as well and there's a bit of a surge yes of of people and I just to got get off pushed I just got pushed, landed on my ankle, didn't realise that at the time because I'd passed out, um, and then I woke up, foreign country, wallet, phone, passport, all just strewn across the platform, and I looked down, similar situation, Harley. Really? Oh, boy. Um, unfortunately, I'd, yeah, I'd, I'd torn most of the ligaments uh, and, and had two broken bones. However, the doctor that I saw with the X-rays did not pick that up. I'm not sure how the Italian medical system works, but he smoked seven cigarettes during the consultation. So there was a sense of, you know, a lack of professionalism. Um, Hey, shout out to all our Italian listeners. No judgment. No, you know what? No shade on you. 
No, there is some shade here because okay. as you tell me that story, yep. I'm like, yeah, that really stacks up. If you'd watched the World Cup where Australia played Italy uh, almost 12 years ago and the way they behaved in yes. that, well, it stacks up that they would push an Australian off the train like that. Then they probably were in the background holding their knee like they'd been hurt. Yeah. Fuck, that was topical, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, point being, he said, you'll be fine, walk around. you, And I was like, great, the holiday's back on. And so for two weeks I walked around Italy um, pretending like I wasn't in pain and just uh, gently crying on my own in pasta restaurants because I ate the pa- Yes, I'm celiac. Yes, I can't eat gluten. And you better believe I was numbing the pain of my ankle by just shitting myself hard for two weeks. Scusi, scusi. Miss Scusi, the chair uh, the seat is uh, soiled, correct? Yes. Uh, well, no, uh, toilet. Um, um. <laughs> well, Britain, speaking of people who have been um, hurt uh, through no fault of their own. Yes. Have you, have you seen uh, uh, our fearless like leader? I know where this is going. <laughs> the, old, the old Scott Morrison. <laughs> <laughs> now all the headlines, and we've got to we've got to hit this. It happened yesterday, but uh, or the day before, and we've got to talk about it because we're a very um, um, finger on the pulse current affair podcast, yeah, yeah, as everyone yeah, knows. Who tunes yeah. in? So we've got to give you our take. And all the headlines say prime minister tackles uh, child, or uh, you know whatever. I don't know if you've seen the video. Now, for starters, I, w- I want this set. I personally don't like Scott. Now, there's a lot of reasons. Really? Um, and the main <laughs> reason I don't like him, and it might this might seem superficial and frivolous, but it's because of the god-awful way that he's led this country. I, it's, it's only that. Just that. That's the, that's the main reason that's I don't the, like yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm not going to get into the list because <laughs> we don't have four hours on this podcast, at least everything. <laughs> I'm just saying that so that... At no point will anyone think in any way that I am defending the Prime Minister. Okay. But I will say this. You cannot say that's a tackle when it was clearly he tripped over his own fat feet and just happened to land on a child. (laughs) He didn't tackle him. He's just shit at sport. He's, I mean, it was, uh, what didn't he? Even upset me. If someone falls down and they fall on a child, fine. I've done it yeah. yesterday. No, I've done it. I'll times. do it again. Yep. It's, it <laughs> happens. I get that. The fact that he was at a children's soccer game and he was so determined to win. Yeah. Like he was he literally had no spatial awareness, no concept no. of the of the people surrounding him, what the the little precious vulnerable souls around <laughs> yeah. him possibly needed to be felt felt looked after and cared for. Yeah. He was like, oh, "I'm going to boot it. I'm going to boot that ball. Give it to me." And that if that is not a metaphor for exactly how he's yes. managing yeah. things, I don't know what is what concerned me the most was when he bowled the young, small, sweet little child over. Yeah. He just held on to him for so long. He did, he just didn't he? Held on to him. He and went down, no. rolled over, and still had the kid. He literally held him t- so tight. In yeah. my head, I was like, "Oh, that wouldn't pass a working with children check." That's that <laughs> no. is, you know, that you you would government. Oh, mate. Government bodies would be on to you if you weren't the Prime Minister. A. B, I reckon he was whispering in that kid's ear, don't cry. Don't. <laughs> oh, c- come on, please, don't cry. Don't cry. Come on, mate. 
You're all right. Come Just on, say you're, you're all fine. Right. You're fine. I'll fucking I'll pinch give, you if you don't I'll tell you're fine. I can give you a sport club a few thousand dollars. We're known for that. <laughs> I will pay your mother a million dollars. You want a new ball? I'll give you a million dollar ball if you shut your fucking mouth. Praise be to the Lord Jesus Christ. You just smile. If anything, you've had a great interaction with the Prime Minister. Um, <laughs> Do you know the thing is too, right? Like, I think it's it's funny that he's playing with the small children. Um, but, but this is a thing that is done annually at my eldest child, Leonard's uh, primary school. Yeah. They they have a, a uh, parents and teachers versus students AFL game. Bloody now, hell. The general idea is that the parents and teachers let the children win of course. every year. The of children course. always win. I have been to a few of these games over the course of the last seven years of my child being at that school, and at no point have I ever witnessed the parents and teachers <laughs> let the children win. Oh, the parents and they teachers. let the children win. No. Well, no, the children win every year. It's <laughs> not because be, yeah, they're not they're not letting. You look at the busted up parents that are out on that <laughs> AFL pitch. You know they've just put out a cigarette. They've uh, they're carrying a few more kilos than they used to, and they're attempting to win that game. And they are taking out kids as they do it, and not looking back, just trying to score a goal, and they're still losing. <laughs> Can I ask how old these kids are that are playing? Are they year nope. six? Are they like twelve? No, I think I think there's potentially a uh, an exclusion under grade four. I th- I'm, I'm not I'm not entirely sure. I've been asked to do it before, and I've always politely declined because I am good. not a sporty man. Oh. And if if I go down on a child, well, that's just the oh, wrong way boy. to put that. Come on, you've got to edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> Leave it in. Step, there was an honest step, mistake. God, you knew what I was saying. Wake up, Wake up. We need you to edit. Get off the ground. Someone drop a pot on the head and we'll bring it back. It's a circle of life. What I was attempting to say is if I fall over on a child. Oh, God. I feel like you have to make a public apology. If it, it'll oh, be like Harley fuck. Brennan and Nikki Britton suggest that the PM went to. No. No. At no point am I suggesting anything sexual happen in either story. We do not twist our words. <laughs> we'll do that for ourselves, thank you very much. If there is a heap of shit to put ourselves in, we'll jump in it ourselves. You do not need to push us in. Much the same as the way the PM pushed the child. <laughs> he would have much fallen over himself. He's only just learnt to walk. He was about five years old. He was playing soccer with a baby. He was kicking the baby around. Like, That's probably what Scott Morris is doing today. He's popped off to a daycare centre just to burn a few kids through the window. Just drop putting the kid over the back fence. There you go. There's more spaces in childcare. <laughs> I reckon that's anyway. done us in. Yeah. Well... Uh, that was another little deposit <laughs> in the bank account of mates talking about stuff. Jeez, um, that went almost as well as the rehearsal. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what's fun is suggesting there's a rehearsal. What's fun is suggesting there's even any preparation Plan. or arrangement. I mean, you know what we're about. Um, <laughs> hey, if you're about great comedy, run to the Powerhouse Museum. Not Last chance. The Powerhouse. The Powerhouse in Brisbane. Just the Powerhouse Theatre. Yeah, the Powerhouse Museum is in your wonderful city. Yeah, sorry, guys. The Powerhouse Theatre. That's all right. Powerhouse Theatre, which is a wonderful venue. The place that I met uh, the love of my life, Hannah. 
Yeah. Um, and I'm doing the very last show of Relentless. Well, there is one more show to come, but I won't talk about it right now because <gasps> I can't tell you what it is. Ooh, but this that... is the last on the on, on the national tour. Done. Amazing. Yeah. Um, well, if you're in Brisbane, get along tonight. Mm-hmm. Correct. To uh, to Relentless, because Harley Brand's the best. He's the bloody best. Thank you. And if you want any more of this top quality Walkley <laughs> Award uh, expectant podcast, <laughs> we expect a Walkley Award any day now. Um, you should t- tune back in on Monday when mm. we're going to drop another <laughs> real hot take about something. Yeah. <laughs> and by then, by Monday, we're going to know who the Prime Minister is. Well, maybe. Good good scenario, we'll know. It could go on for weeks with postals. It Weeks? Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, absolutely. You remember the Julia Gillard uh, election? That went on a long time before there was a negotiation you between know what the I'm Greens just, to form government. Do you know what I'm just thrilled about? Is that they, because we're three days out from the election now, from Saturday, mm. like, well, yeah. less than three days out, they can no longer play the ads on TV. Do you know, here's the problem, though. I was just listening to this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they so yes, you're correct. They, there's a um, uh, a blackout zone yep. um, period three days before the federal election, but the current laws only include um, commercial television and commercial radio. They do not factor in podcasts, streaming services, YouTube. Uh, social media, oh. all of those places are still opened and full and saturated with political advertising. Well, thank God, because I've really been missing. There's a hole in my bucket. <laughs> do you labour? Do you labour? <laughs> I can't get enough of it. What a banger! I've never wanted to stab someone more than when I fucking hear that song. My God. Ugh. I mean, good on you, whoever the lady is who sang that song. Hey, you know what, Sugar Plum? We're all artists. I get it. You need, you need that oh, cash. Got to feed them kids. But I feel like she's put as much enthusiasm into that song as she felt for the Liberal Party, <laughs> who was paying the bill. There's a hole in my no, fucking hell. There's a hole in my Okay, you can cut that last bit. I feel bad. Okay, Sister, see you sister, later. She's doing all right. <laughs> Thanks so much, guys. We'll see you Monday. Bye. Bye.